Hey there, this is your host V. I'll be representing Creative Block at WonderCon 2023. If you want to hang out, talk everything animation, and get a free Creative Block button, come and say hi at table B25 in the Artist Alley. So see you on March 24, 5, 6 in Anaheim for WonderCon 2023. See ya! Hey, welcome to Creative Block. We're your host, V. And Rose. We interview people in creative industries about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. We ask people on Twitter and Instagram if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. Today with us, we have the amazing, the spectacular Valencia Spates. Clap, clap, Hi, clap, everyone. Clap. Hi. <laughs> Clap, 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 clap. Hi, it's nice talking to everyone. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Valencia. It's so fun to be able to like reconnect through the podcast. And, you know, it's always a fun way for us to just kind of like chit chat, catch up. Because um, the three of us, we met on Thundercats Roar. We all yes. worked on that show. Yes, we did. Yes. Fact. That seems so long ago, but not really at the same time. It was it was <laughs> twenty like it years was yesterday. ago. <laughs> it was twenty years ago. Can you believe it? I mean, it was pre-pandemic, and pre-pandemic <laughs> was ten years ago. So I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> we're the three old women. <laughs> yeah, we're spinsters now. <laughs> old. <laughs> um. So you know. We were just like, it's kind of fun because we were just like, we were doing this thing now on the podcast where we're like kind of trying to like loosen up a little bit before we um, go straight into the interview. And we were just talking about boards and about how drawing on this gosh dang Google Jamboard is a huge pain <laughs> in the ass. And I was just joking about how, it's would you still storyboard Valencia if you had to storyboard on your iPad on Google Jamboard? <laughs> I, 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 I know I would, I would give up because this is, this is, this will usually take me like maybe 30 seconds to draw Babs and this is taking five minutes and it looks terrible. V likes to do psychological torture on each guest um, before, before we begin. It's my new interview style. <laughs> I, I just like This is do... so new. I had no idea V. It looks great though I... for, for all, all, for all the amount that you're saying that you're having trouble, I feel like the drawing looks great. It's, it's literally like skipping like t like lines, like 10 lines, and then it finally just like catches up. And then it's like, oh, I hate that. Well, now you <laughs> know that I bet. you'd be able to do a beautiful drawing uh, while riding a horse. So, Oh, that's, that's you know what? I didn't look at it that way. I didn't look at. The, I always try to look at the positives and things, and this is definitely one of them. Yeah, because <laughs> you never know what might happen in animation. Sometimes they might tell you that you know you have to use Storyboard Pro, and sometimes they might tell you you have to draw your storyboards on a horse. Yeah, keeps you on your toes. <laughs> those are those are for the. You know what? You have to you have to call James Baxter for that. <laughs> you can do a horse on a that. horse. Right, he and and he can hee haw <laughs> perfectly. Can he hee haw? Like, I mean, the way he be drawing horses and <laughs> that's that, a hee haw. That, what is unto that's itself? A <laughs> I 
We need oh, to get him on the podcast just to ask him if he can hee haw, and then <laughs> that will be the end of the episode. That's all we want to know with James Baxter. Yeah, that's, that's all we want to know. know. Like, thanks, James Baxter. Have a nice day. <laughs> he he's a long time listener of the podcast. Oh, he is. Huh? He's the number one patron. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> like. If you do listen, hi, I, I love you, James Baxter. Please, please don't. Uh... He he definitely <laughs> listens. <laughs> I met him actually when I was at Netflix, and I asked him about storyboards. You did oh, really? I did because I thought like, oh, you are. Um, well, you've been doing animation, you know, before I was born. And I'm like, well, do you do your own storyboards? Because you are like one of the masters, and. This was like three, three to four, three years ago when I was doing inside job, mm-hmm. and um, he said, "No, not really." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's an animator." It. Yeah, it's like, right, it's really- but but he did he did give me advice. I'm like, "Well, how how exactly you know you do animate um, animals and animals are like very hard to draw." just them just standing just mm-hmm. doing nothing they're already hard to draw but you're like animating like you have to like I, I would think you have to like you know board out or like think about where does how does this muscle look when it's you know running left or right mm-hmm. and you know when you're putting like the hook on the ground or something like you, I, I have to plan that and <laughs> Wow. maybe that's just me but I feel like it's so natural to him that I he probably never even had to do that he just did it so I, I was I was asking like these weird questions with boards even though he wasn't a board artist <laughs> but he did give me like tips on drawing things oh really really cool yeah that's nice yeah. what are the tips um they pretty he said there, there was a couple of things this was mind you this was like three years ago mm-hmm. um so one of them was um always stick with your first sketch because that is the one sketch that you believe in the most <gasps> that's so true and so right so I'm like oh yeah because I usually like oh I don't like the sketch let me change another one another one well your first sketch is the one that you visualize first when you try to come up with something and then sometimes you change it or not but like your first sketch is what you really want and then go from there. I'm like, oh, that's, I never even thought of it that way, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm learning from a master. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even though, even though it's like so simple, like, so you like, my questions were just like, you know, you know, how did you do this Beauty and the Beast thing? And like, what about spirit? How do you do spirit? <laughs> oh, let's get into boards. He doesn't know anything about boards, but he he can draw. So I'm like, okay, drawing questions. Where- and that was like one of one of his advice. And I loved it. And I like stick to it. Like your first sketch is your best sketch. And just expand it. Like I, I still do that to this day too. Wow. Really? That's so cool. That's really yeah. awesome. That's com- that's, so that's confidence. <laughs> yeah, it's confidence. And he has a lot of confidence because he's been doing this for so long. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun, too, that you were able to, like, meet him. Was it just because you were at the studio and you're just kind of, like, walking around and you bumped into him? Or was it, yeah, like... Yeah, was it in the kitchen when he was, like, making a bagel? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, no, it was not. <laughs> yeah. um, it was... Netflix had, like, this 
it was like a program or something that you're able to sign up and talk to um different you know art executive like executives artists and then he happens to be one of them and anybody at Netflix could sign up to have like a 30 minute session with him mm, so I, I never knew up. about that oh really no oh, when when did that happen that was that was it was I think I was able to see him like two weeks before inside job was done so it oh, was like wow. a it was like a newish thing and I I wanted to make sure I I at least meet him. So I didn't see him in person, but we did like a a Zoom call. So we met we we met face to face, but Zoom wise. That's really cool and though it, that they did that. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is this is great. I hope they keep. I hope they're still doing that. Um, because it was like it was like kind of surreal. Like, oh my goodness, I'm seeing this legendary animator who like trained under the great you know great animators and I'm actually able to like talk to him and like get advice and I know like some of the directors um had sessions with him and then other like board artists and animators like anybody could like actually just go and sign up on these programs and then just talk to like um it was James Baxter I think there was like another like famous animator uh, that was doing sessions. Um, it was it was really cool. Was and it, I hope uh, Netflix is still doing that. Sorry, I think Eric Goldberg maybe because I think he was at Netflix. I yeah, I think he was. I think he was one of the people mm. you're able to meet. You were able to meet a lot of people, like a lot of like uh, animators or people in the animation community that you know has been working in working in the animation community for a long time and um oh oh, i'm sorry go ahead no no no. i was just gonna say yeah i did hear of that program which was pretty great because you can like you said you could also talk to execs on like all of the different type of um like jobs not just not just other artists but also like i think it was a great way to kind of like meet up with um like people you're gonna pitch to or like an executive how what do you think about the series how do you think about them and all that stuff and I think it's really great that you took advantage of the program because I'm just like Rose where I was just like oh, what like they did this play like like that happened <laughs> you know yeah I think I think I was more interested in like the 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 snacks yeah <laughs> but it goes to show that like I think like what's really cool about like you Valencia and like your personality in general is like you're you're really good at like reaching out to people asking questions and kind of like um being interested in how the studios work and like all of the different people because um I kind of wanted to ask you about your how you broke into the industry because it's a I thought it was a really interesting story how you kind of landed your first job in animation yeah it it definitely was a journey um (laughs) (laughs) so I guess I'll start um from college yeah um which is do you want me to like start okay I won't do like my whole life story but I'll start like my college experience to when I landed on Thundercats um so I went to Columbia College and um, I actually uh, wanted to be a traditional animator, traditional animation. Uh-huh. 
And um, I realized that I didn't want to be a traditional anime animator because I didn't have the patience to be a, an animator. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, okay, um, what do I do? I don't, I don't know if I really want to do animation at least drawing, like constantly drawing, you know, almost literally the same thing over and over and over again until I hit, um, we had to take a storyboarding class. I didn't even know what that was. And I'm like, what storyboards? I never even heard of this before. And and I absolutely loved it. I'm like, okay, I like this. Um, My intention span will not be tested. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I ran with storyboarding. I, I like, you know, drawing, the, I like drawing the scenes. I like putting characters in scenes that I come up with mm-hmm. and flushing that out without animating. Um, So I, I fell in love with storyboarding. And so even though I still had like a traditional animation degree, I still had that. But uh, for my personal reason, I am like, okay, but I'm a storyboard artist. That's what I want to be. That's what I want to do um, as a career, which mm-hmm. I didn't even know was a career until my sophomore year in college. I didn't even know that was even a career option. Mm-hmm. So um, I get out of, co- well, okay. We did, my college did like a program that is called like a week in LA so um, I I went to LA for a week and I was able to tour different animation studios. So I tour DreamWorks, Cartoon Network, Warner Brothers, Nickelodeon, um, Riley Studios, and we were able to oh Disney. We went to Disney too, um, and we were able to uh, you know stay in contact with the people who gave us tours Um, we met with like some executives and stuff so I'm like okay that's cool worth worth the trip because I was able to like rub shoulders with you know people who work in the industry Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay I graduated college now I'm like okay well what I want to do now do I want to stay here in Wisconsin or move to LA and my parents like you're going to LA (laughs) (laughs) that's nice yeah. Yeah, like you're going to LA. You're you you're it's time for you to go live your life, uh, reach your dreams and stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. I I you know. So I saved a little bit of money, moved to LA, and you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, well, I just graduated college, I did a whole thesis film which was well-received in college. I'm ready for studio work. I'm, you know, I'm, I could be an intern somewhere. I can, um, I'm ready to do like, you know, revisions. And then I was completely schooled because I didn't know what Storyboard Pro was. Oh yeah. (laughs) We never, we never, at least they're probably using it now, but like when I graduated in 13, so I, I went to college in 2009 and graduated in 13. I did not use Storyboard Pro. That's where I use paper. We use paper for storyboards. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, well, I have a bunch of paper here. Let me draw on paper, like all, you know, my storyboards, like I can pitch 
and then let me cold call <gasps> these studios. Yes. That's what that's what they told us to cold call studios. Like this is literally like a 1930s like way of getting hired. <laughs> right. I know. I know. <laughs> and I, 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 oh my goodness, I cold called so many studios and all of them told me like, what are you doing? Just go online and apply there. Oh, wait. So to clarify, when you mean cold call, you mean like on the phone you're calling? On the phone, I'm calling them. Who would you, who would, and who would you call? Like, I will call, it will, it will always, it will always like reroute me to like the front desk because mm-hmm. they gave me like a general number, like, you know, every building has a number so they gave me a general number because I, I looked it up on like this spreadsheet or whatever which happened to be a very old spreadsheet of <laughs> like studio numbers um none of them really it hasn't really been updated in like 10 years so I'm like <laughs> okay well let me cold call these studios and I'm like hi you know my name is Valencia and I'm interested in working at your studio as an intern or whatever and they're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, this is, isn't this how you do it? Like, don't you mm-hmm. supposed to like either, either go to the studio and say like, Hey, I'm looking for work or like right. cold call the studio. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, just go in line, <laughs> just go in line and mm-hmm. apply there. I'm like, okay, well that was a lesson learned well <laughs> I it's did that. I did it, that for a long time because I didn't know any better and then uh on top of that because I was taught to like storyboard on paper they really didn't look at my portfolio because it was I have to like print it and then take a picture of it oh and then it was it was just like it was like because t- that's what I was taught. Like, you know, I was presenting. I was like presenting right. my portfolio. And they're like, here, here's all this paper. And they're like, we we don't really what what do we what do we have here? <laughs> Wait, this is this isn't it. So I'm like, oh, I I mean, I don't how how else are people presenting their boards? Because I didn't get it. I was I was doing exactly what my school taught me. Right. I didn't understand. And they're like, oh, um, this was this is also on like Twitter too. They're like, you don't know what Storyboard Pro is? Are you sure you want to be an animator? Wow, rude. Are you sure you're an animator? I'm like, I didn't. Yeah, like I didn't. I don't know what Storyboard Pro is. I had and and even if I wanted to get it, I didn't know how to get it because I was I was so far behind in like technology and ways of doing mm. things, and I I felt like you know left out for a very long time because I didn't I didn't understand any any like new concept other than what my school has taught me right I I I, I hope Columbia has you know (laughs) updated their their, uh you know resources and technology since I've been gone I'm pretty sure they have but like that was a that was like a rude awakening when I uh went to LA Mm. and I like even at the time I didn't know that there was See, this is this is how deep in the Midwest I am. I didn't even know that LA was very prompt had a very prominent animation school <laughs> like, at all until I actually moved to LA and everyone was like, Cal and you're Arts, like, Cal Arts, Cal Arts this. 
<laughs> Who? What's what's Cal, Cal Art style? Like, what is Cal Art style? What is that? And then people had to educate me on that rudely, of course. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, so um, so that was a rude awakening. But like during that time, I had to, you know, find work. I had to. I I couldn't just be right. in LA and not work. Yeah, I had bills and food. You know. Yeah. And LA is very expensive. So I was fortunate enough within like two months to get an internship at Variety Magazine. Oh, wow. Um, Ooh, and that was through cool. cold calling, right? <laughs> Actually, yes, it was. <laughs> so it does work sometimes. I love that. It does. It does work. And I, yeah. and the, the guy who I talked to happened to be a Columbia College oh alumni. Ooh. And that's how that's how I was able it was to get fate. that internship because he was an alumni. It was it was right, <laughs> but they didn't like me that much. Um, so <laughs> I was only there for like six months. Um, but that was that was as long as like the internship. And they're like, "Oh, do you can I you know can I stay a little bit longer?" And they're <laughs> like, like, "No, get out." So Aww. I had to look for work. <laughs> so but you but you do for- ask though, and I think that's great that like you keep asking because I yeah you know what like, I mean. It, it's so like, important if I if I don't ask then I won't know and I'll be you know stranded I'm like well what if I if I didn't ask I'll be like what what's going on I don't know what's happening I always want to know what's happening so I can make a, a decision right so I'm like okay so they don't want me let me find work <laughs> <laughs> so my my next job is uh, a visual it was like a commercial visual effects company um called the mill i have <gasps> stories i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the mill um <laughs> i i would say that i have um i, I would say the mill um is a pay your dues type of job it was a pay your dues there was some there was some stuff in there that i can't believe happened oh. but it happened <laughs> anyways uh, I was there for um, about two and a half years, what felt oh, like no. ten years. One of those jobs, but oh, wow. I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was like a, it was, it was like I was a groundhog for two and a half years. I was getting food, I was picking up food, I was uh, plating food, I was washing tables, I was building computers, baking. I was cooking. I was, I was doing everything. I was even oh a barista, and I really? coffee. So <laughs> it was something. It was. I didn't know. I didn't like my family. We don't. We don't really drink coffee. So I didn't know how powerful this drink <laughs> could be for people. I oh, like, it's I had no idea. Like I. I was making I was making at least 20 canisters of coffee an hour and they were like big canisters like you know you have like those big there's like these giant giant canisters I don't know at like maybe a coffee shop or something or I don't know but like they're like these canisters and like we have like it takes like five minutes to like actually grind the beans and then make the actual coffee but we are filling like 10 to 10 to 15 coffee canisters an hour. Oh my God. Well, it sounds like they needed it there at this place you were working. They, I, 
<laughs> yeah. And it, it was, it was definitely, it was, it was, the mill was an experience. I will say that. And so how did you, how did you keep looking for an animation job? Like how, what was your, like, how did you stay motivated? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was hard. It was, it was very hard. So um, the reason why I went to the mill is because since they do, they do like art, they do like art stuff so they do visuals but they also need storyboards for some of their commercials that they do mm. so I'm like oh perfect you guys do storyboards and you guys you guys do concept work I would love to be a part of that I would love to like have a promotion and do storyboards and concept work because that's what I love to do well that never happened <laughs> and I was there for two and a half years and there was maybe like a couple of things, but it wasn't like, it was like maybe at tops, maybe three weeks and that, but that's not sustainable. And they always wanted me to do it after a long 10 hour day of, yeah. you know, plating food, driving, um, uh, getting props for uh, commercial shoots, uh, you know, they had clients all the time. And so we had to like cater to the clients and getting whatever they wanted and cleaning the whole bill. It, it was, it was like, a, it was a lot. So I was, I was getting very, I, I, I was getting very tired. I was very tired and um, unmotivated. I did not want to do you know, I was kind of like settling down. I I would say that I was settled. I was settling. I'm like, well, I'm mm. going to do this forever because oh yeah, it, mm. it sounds like that they they say they wanted me to do this, but they really didn't want me to do this. They wanted me to still do coffee. They still wanted me to drive and you know do all of the like the gopher work. I was a gopher pretty much. Aww, they didn't yeah. mind having me do that, but they didn't want me to like do art stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, you know I, it wasn't and I, I was also trying to do other stuff like they wanted they wanted me to do there was there they're more computer like computer visual effects it's like oh maybe maybe I can settle in doing something like this um which I'm like I didn't see it's it's artistic but like mm-hmm. with graphs and stuff and like that I was like my eyes were crisscrossed with that like I couldn't yeah. I couldn't really understand what was happening because I'm a I'm a visual person but mm-hmm. like when it comes to graphs and numbers and like structure in like mathematics I, I that's that was totally out of my wheelhouse so I knew I was going to be very unhappy doing that so but like it was at the point where I'm like well I was, of course, still looking for work. I applied so to like so many internships at like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and just getting no's, 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 no's. I was getting hundreds of no's, hundreds of no's every month. No, 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 no. I'm like, okay, this is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you know, working at the mill paid my bills. I mean, it was like very little money. You know, it was, you know but it still, it still supported me uh, to stay in LA. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I know I need a job. So this is fine for right now because I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. But it, I was at my breaking point at that job until they let me go. Oh no. <laughs> oh, wow. <gasps> yeah, they let me go. I was, 
I it's the, the position is called a runner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, I was one of the youngest people there when I when I was let go. I was one of the youngest people there, but I was the oldest runner. Oh, so when you I was, let go. Mm. Yeah, I was I was there for two and a half years, and like the runner position happens to be like a uh, a revolving door. I bet. <laughs> so I was the. I was the constant. So I kept seeing people either leave or get promoted into other positions. And I was just constant. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So they, 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 I mean, it was kind of like a push. They like pushed me out of there. Like you're, they're like, Oh, you're so much better than, you know, what you're doing now. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel after where you got let go where you kind of like, just like this is a sign oh my God, that yes. I need to move on away from this or yes like what when I tell you that when I had they they had to do like a exit interview with me or it was like an interview saying like we're gonna let you go mm-hmm. I literally felt like there was a humongous boulder lifted off of me well that's a and good I was time. smiling throughout the entire yeah, I, was... I was smiling through that the entire let go interview I was like oh my god <laughs> That's good. This is That's good. happening, but I'm so happy. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, great. This is wonderful. I was so happy. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have any money coming. Oh, in. yeah, money. <laughs> so that lasted, that lasted for like a week. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I need food. <laughs> so I'm like, let, let me, let me see what's out there. And so I was fortunate to get another internship which actually paid more. Um, and it was, I was interning at an illustration company and I did, la- I was literally on the computer all day, just looking at art, which was great for yeah, me. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. And they paid more and they paid, yeah. And they paid more. So I'm like, okay, that's wonderful. But that, that internship was like only like two and a half months. Mm-hmm. So at, at, that didn't last long. I'm like, okay, well I was good for two months. And then now I'm unemployed again. And I was unemployed for like another, I want to say four months after that. Uh, so me personally, I never, I never wanted my parents to like actually help me, uh, with like money wise. I always, I, like you said, I'm more, I'm mostly independent and I don't really like people like, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to money, like helping me, but they're my parents and they're like, well, we want you to be successful. And so, you know, they, they, they help me. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I was unemployed for like four months and then Technicolor called me. Oh, wow. Oh, I, well, I, I should say I, I, uh, applied to Technicolor because um the mill was bought by technicolor oh so they had so, like your contact information um, or yes yes uh i applied to the job and i let them know like oh i know these people at the mill who happens i actually knew the hiring lady because she uh looked over my um uh what is like punch card or something or she looked she pretty much looked at my checks you know signed Mm -hmm. off on the checks and stuff and so she recognized my name and um I applied to the vault at Technicolor now Technicolor was actually the vault yes so the vault at Technicolor is where materials 
go in and out. So when I say materials, um, I mean like tapes of like tapings of shows and movies. Mm. So they have like actual physical tapes that the vault clocks in, puts it into the database. That's what I was doing. I was like putting information into the database uh, from all these tapes that come from different television shows and movies. We get like movie reels um and they're the actual that's reels and like that's such a crazy yeah. job it was, it was a it, yeah it was actually a really it was actually a really cool job um and I was like they they had like a safe for oh, <gasps> the safe this. I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> they had they had like special safes for like Marvel like they had mm. like this really this giant safe is the Disney Marvel. vault real and like at the <laughs> have, you, have you seen I mean, the Marvel, Walt Disney well the I, <laughs> I mean I don't I honestly I honestly don't know <laughs> they had like ins and outs of Technicolor uh but all I know is that there was a Marvel safe and at the time Black <gasps> Panther was in that Marvel safe <gasps> so I was like super excited <laughs> You mean like the the real, like the film real, the real, like the actual film reel of Black Panther, and we had to like log it in and stuff. It was it was like oh my god, like it was like literally just film. But I was like oh my god, we you know Black Panther film. Like can we see it? Like what does it look like? Is Is there gold on it? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's made from um oh god, what is it called? What's the material? The thing that makes everything go. Oh, um, um. I keep saying I, I keep wanting about. to say unobtainium, but that's Avatar <laughs> material. Um, uh, vibranium. Yes, Vib- it's made vibranium. of vibranium. So were the reels were the reels made from vibranium? That, you know what? Close to it. <laughs> they had to. The, they probably they, were. They actually had to have like I I wasn't I wasn't able to like like log in the information because it's like top secret. So they actually had to bring in like they had mm. guards like they it was they had guards <gasps> there to were bring guards. in reels like they it's like so protected mm. it's so protected and they had to like there's like specific people i'm not surprised though like marvel is like they're very protective yeah of their they're material. very like protective of their material of their ips yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, you have to they had to have like technical i had to have like a specific person to do like lighting and color because they they do that at technical there's like a lighting coloring um bay um and I was able to, I was able to see some of it before it came out. It was, you know, it was really cool. <laughs> but it was, wow. um, it was, it was, I, you know, this was a whole brand new world for me. Like, I, I didn't know that there was, it was serious, but it was, it was like a serious thing. Like you couldn't be, it felt like you couldn't be in the room when they log in the information. It, it was, it was so <laughs> but it was but it was really cool and I actually (laughs) I actually enjoyed Technicolor um it was they paid me a little bit more so I was able to like support myself again and like I was able to choose like the Mm. day shift or the night shift and I chose the night shift and it was great Mm. oh really how why did you pick the night shift over the day shift I feel like that's pretty that's the lone wolf shift it was (laughs) 
it was yeah. there was still like seven people <laughs> in the boat it wasn't it wasn't just me it was seven other people and um that's where that's when like it's a little bit quiet but then you know all of a sudden marvel comes in and then that's when they bring their stuff in and like there's like oh here's oh. this other movie and then this is when they bring their stuff in and like sometimes it could be like just dead for hours so back to animation part mm. yes that's exactly what i did so you had a lot of yes. free time i had eight sometimes eight hours of free time oh wow so what i did was i drew and so smart. i'm like okay i can Very get back smart. to you know drawing more because when i was working at the mill i didn't really draw a lot because my job literally took all inspiration from me and I was exhausted by the end of the day. I just wanted to go home, just sit on the couch, watch TV, maybe, maybe do like a couple of doodles, but it wasn't really anything that's, you know, it was just, you know, whatever. (laughs) I mostly like applied to jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, they're going to say no anyways, but I apply anyways. But working at Technicolor, Mm -hmm. I was able to get back into drawing again. And I was able to draw for hours. You know, there was, you know, there's like, you know, things to clock in for work, you know, but it didn't take long to do it, you know, to deliver stuff and stuff like that. I was, I was, I was able to get back into the groove. And that's where I saw a post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn. For the win. Yes. (laughs) And Liz Marshall posted posted saying that they are looking for board artists and revisionists for Thundercats. So going back to college, my week in LA, I met a woman named uh, Tamara Miles. She happens to be one of the executive secretaries that actually... um, what's his name he was he was one of the executives on our our, on tiny tunes oh on tiny tunes jay bastion yeah jay that that's that's his secretary is tamra she's she's a really good friend of mine and i met her she was one of the tour guides in my week in la at (gasps) warner brothers so you had that connection from (gasps) all the way back then yes so throughout so throughout my years in LA so this so when I got into Technicolor I was already four years into living in LA so throughout those years we me and Tamara we met up um for lunch and stuff and she became a really good friend of mine she's still a good friend of mine and um I saw that post on LinkedIn and I'm like oh this is at Warner Brothers. Tamara works at Warner Brothers. I wonder if she knows Liz Marshall. She does. <laughs> so I was like, Tamara, can you, are you able to send my portfolio to Liz? And she's like, oh, yeah, of course I know her. She's, she's a good friend of mine. And so she did. I got a test. I passed the test. Yeah. And literally that's how I got it. <laughs> wow. Okay, when people say animation is small, this is what they mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had to I had to take like two days off uh at Technicolor to do the boards because this was like Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. I didn't have like Storyboard Pro. I did everything in Photoshop. I, I still I couldn't afford Storyboard Pro and I and I didn't know how to get it. So I did everything right. in Photoshop. So I at least updated on my technology and how to do boards. Well, so, you know, 
what did you use, Rose, for your text for Thundercats Roar? What did I use? Yeah, I remember. Did you... I think that, well, because I had a weird test, too. I think I was in, like, I mean, I'm sure, like, so many people are in this situation where they're, like, Storyboard Pro is, like, $70 a month. Yeah. Unless you do the sneaky thing of, like, uh, you know. Like that. Like getting a free trial, yeah. and then you cancel the free trial, <laughs> and then you make a new email. And oh, you get no, another no free one trial. does that role. Let me say no one does that. Nobody does Nobody that. Nobody does that, yeah. <laughs> no one does that, no. <laughs> Nobody does that. But, um... I forget. I think mine was also just like single images in a PDF. I remember that being like so hard for me whenever I would get tests. Mm. Just like, okay, I got the test. Like, now how am I going to actually like put together the board? Because I, I thought, wasn't there a thing where like you did it with your trackpad or something? I re- oh, yeah. I had like a busted tablet that like had no pressure sensitivity. So all the drawings were just like this is so scratchy like someone had done them with like a paper clip or something like um, just goes to show you gotta take the test no matter the odds no matter you know what it's the ideas yeah it's the ideas it's the ideas right? that comes through exactly <laughs> oh man i i still like those those two days i remember i remember working those two days on on those boards I was like, oh, I I need I need to get it. well. I would say I need to get into. I really want to get into uh, Thundercats. I need to get this in, but like if I don't get it, you know, oh well, I'll try again some other time when you know, because I was I, I was honestly expecting like oh they're not gonna like my boards you know they have so you had like no like thought or anything of like this is gonna be the one or like I got a no. good feeling about this or no I guess yeah after like yeah. you know so many rejections you're kind of just like all right another one I also in the bucket right I also wonder if like um I don't know if you feel this uh Valencia but I feel like when uh. Uh, I've tried too hard on tests before. Like I was trying so hard mm-hmm. to impress the person. Usually it didn't go my way. But when I was just like, you know what? I'll just have fun and do my thing and just be silly. And then it was like, yes. I don't know if that, I don't know if you relate to that. Um, Let's see. Because it sounds like you were just like, I'll just do it for fun and see what's, yeah, what it happens. Yeah, was, it was for fun. Because I was, at that point, I was just like, I've I've been rejected so many times that I I'm just like if they like it they like it they don't they don't I'll have something in my portfolio if if they don't like it I don't you know don't get hired mm-hmm. um but I I have taken tests um there was a DC superhero like the Supergirl DC Supergirl uh test that test was that test was insane it it was it was that was a hard test like they wanted me to do like this action fight scene and they wanted to do like something it was it was insane I that took me a long time to do and I I don't know how I was able to turn it in but I got rejected for that so it wasn't meant to be (laughs) you know whatever but it wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be yeah so I I chalked I chalked that up to it wasn't meant to be um if I was stressing too much if I'm stressing too much on a test that means it it, sometimes it feels like 
oh, I'm not going to get it because I'm stressing way too much on it. I, I feel like my best work comes from something that I'm having fun with. Mm-hmm. And that's like, mm-hmm. that's like when I, even like when I watch cartoons or anime or any type of animation and it looks like the show itself is fun and the characters look fun and you can tell that the animators are having fun. Those are like the best, that's like, you can feel that the the production is having fun on a show and I and that comes through to me personally and I enjoy watching it and those like are the best types of show in my opinion so like yeah, when, definitely so like when it comes to boards I was having like a lot of fun drawing Lino yeah you know and and it's sore and uh, he's fighting and he's fighting he's like oh you know I was having like a fun time but mm-hmm. I was also like oh this might be my break you know but I was mostly having fun and so I guess it translated I guess yeah <laughs> I guess it translated and literally when I was where was I oh I was at Tender Color and um I got what's were you in the email? vault when you got the email I was, I, was, I was in I, the vault. I was in the vault. I was in the vault when I got the email. I was in the vault when I got the email and then they wanted to call me. So I'm like, okay, uh, let me go to my car. And they're like, yeah, we want you to come aboard Thundercats. Yeah. And I was like, and, and this is going to sound <laughs> terrible. When I saw, when I saw like the offer, the offer letter and like the uh price, like not the price, but like how much I'll be getting per week. I literally, I almost fainted. <laughs> <laughs> it is like so much more money than you expect whenever yeah. you're like I had a starving n- artist. I was, I was making 13 an hour. <gasps> Wait, that's and below it, yeah. minimum wage, or I guess it was because it was like so many, pro- like probably. Yeah, minimum. it was like a long time. It was like all like a long time ago. We're so but old. Was... <laughs> so yes. when I when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be every like three weeks, right?" And they're like, "No, this is weekly." And I'm like, "You're kidding me! <laughs> You're kidding me!" <laughs> and I was like screaming in my car. I'm like, because oh, I, you know, I I'm thinking like. I love animation. I love storyboarding. And I, I wasn't I wasn't even thinking of money. I was thinking of like, I want to reach my goal, which is to be a storyboard artist. Yes. I wasn't even thinking right. of money. But then it also helps <laughs> to no, be able yeah. to, you know, see that and like I won't have to like eat hamburger helper every week anymore. <laughs> yeah and it's it's so expensive too it's, to it's, live out it's here right and it's expensive and like I it was just it was like a you know night and day it went from 13 an hour to like however uh minimum was at the time in what was it 17 16 17 mm. uh doing revisions it was it was like a jump that I wasn't even thinking of but it happened and so I was like, okay, so I, I was kind of sad too. Cause I was leaving, I was going to leave, I was going to leave two weeks later mm. from the color, even though I love, oh, I, yeah. I love working that job. 
um I was I was a little sad but I was like well I'm I I'm finally reached to where I want to be like I'm on track now mm-hmm. so I left kind of color and that's how I that's how I broke into the industry that was a very long talk but that's how nobody broke in I love this I love this so much because I think it's such a great story because it goes to show you met up with this um uh secretary during your your tour and you guys kept in touch and you became friends and that yes, friendship we, we still we still know. go to lunch we still like I still I text her like hey Tamara how you doing Aww. next time when I'm in LA let's you know we're going to lunch we at least go to lunch at least once a month yeah at, at least <gasps> so we're still friends and we still you know we, we go shopping sometimes she's really she's really cool and she has taught me to persevere <laughs> yes and I think also so, what's really great is that you know uh you didn't give up because you had so many moments when you could have given up right oh yeah it was it was what was your like support network yeah I guess Mm -hmm. my my mom my mom my mom and dad (laughs) they were they were were they just like we're just like so convinced like you're gonna do it that you were like all right I gotta trust mom and dad yes because there there was there was like a there was a month where um my mom was talking about well, if it doesn't, you know, work out, um, there's like, she used to work for Allstate. She's retired now, but she used to work for Allstate and she's like, you might have to move to some other state where there's really no, there's no animation and stuff. Like it was, mm. it was, I was, that was like a really low point. Cause I, I was running out of money. Mm-hmm. My parents were running out of money. And it was, it was getting very close it, and it was just, it was really bad. Mm. And it was just like, I, I don't know what to do, but then Technicolor came in, like out of the blue Technicolor came in. So it good, was good thing. Yeah. yeah. But my parents have been like supporting me since I was a kid in drawing stuff. So mm-hmm. they, they've always been like my main rock in supporting me um that, that's great so, yeah, yeah I, I will say my parents I thank will, you mom and dad thank you mom and dad <laughs> that's so sweet I love that too because it's like you know like there's there's like all the different types of stories where sometimes it's like um the people that you're uh, uh, you know up against like who you have to prove yourself to is either the school or either your parents or either like your mm. peers or whatever but it's great to hear also about the support networks and that your parents like really believed in your art and like were like rooting for you this whole time because yeah they they've been they've been rooting for me since day one um since they since they uh realized that I had a, a talent of drawing so I'm like oh Thank you. Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> so sweet. And then, so it's really cool too, because so you you broke in as a revisionist, and yes, like tell us a little bit about what it was like for you to be a revisionist on the show. Oh, um, well, I was terrified because <laughs> <laughs> you always looked like you were having a great time, and you were like so happy. We were very scary, right? No, we, you were scared of us. We were very scared. I, I was. I was. When I'm, I probably was like a little quiet, but then when I'm quiet, that means I'm observing people. Mm-hmm. I'm, that, that sounds like creepy, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm observing, I'm observing how it, this, like, 
I was in a new environment. Like LA was already like a whole overload, like a century overload. But this was a this was an environment that I want my career to be in. So I I was observing all of everyone. I was quiet. I probably I was maybe sometimes even a little standoffish too. But I was like, you know, like wait, don't I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Don't see. Don't look at me yet. I'm not ready. You know, <laughs> I'm not. That's not I'm the not vibe ready. I got though. I don't know. You're oh really? Okay, yeah. that's that's good. Yeah, but yeah. I was I I. I'm I'm an intro I'm I'm introverted like mm-hmm. I'm, some people say you're not intro I'm like yes I am <laughs> <laughs> but like when I when I'm quiet I'm observing people like how this this honestly sounds really creepy but like I I'm observing like how how do people act around each other mm. when they're working together mm-hmm. um what do what do you know storyboard artists do if they're partnered with someone working on the same episode like how how are how are these people friends like how do they interact with each other um so I'm learning Mm -hmm. but I was very excited like this is this is literally the career choice that I wanted like I'm literally living my dream so I was super excited and so that's where you know I I always ask like a ton of questions because I want to know and Mm -hmm. I don't want to look stupid (laughs) So I I need to I need to you know learn so I'm able to adapt to situations and like adapt to working environments and because I'm still learning that too like every production is completely different yeah like every production I'm I'm able to adapt more because of like my first experience working on Thundercats and meeting you guys and you know, working with um, the team and production and seeing all the interns come in, like I was able, I'm able to observe. Um, but like being a revision, being a revisionist on the show was really fun. It was a lot of fun. I was nervous. I was scared. <laughs> like what if, what mm-hmm. if they don't like my work? What if, you know, I right. I like you finally, job. <laughs> yeah, you get your shot, and you're like, I okay, now I can't blow I it. Can't, right, I'm like, I they're gonna, you know, hate my work, and then I I remember like at, either it was like my first or second week, I was like staying over my eight hours because I was like I wasn't sure if I was doing the boards right. I was doing fine, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but like you know, because I'm like I wasn't sure, like oh, is this what? they won or I don't know do I supposed to this is supposed to be well let me let me just clean up a little bit so it shows that I I'm you know doing something (laughs) but Uh um (laughs) I I actually do you guys know Dan Haskett he works at Warner Brothers he's like one of he's like one of those the legendary one of the legendary He works. On, I know of him. Okay, so I I'm friends with him, and I actually went with uh went to his office because I was like, um, I don't I I feel like I I'm I'm in a career choice that I want, but I don't know if I'm doing anything right. Mm-hmm. And so he. Wow, you just went and asked. Yeah, <laughs> it's the asking again. Yeah, I love that. I think this is so great. I love to hear about that because it. It, you know it's I think that's really a great quality that you have that's really gotten you, you this far you know yeah I yeah mean, like if like I confidence if I, yeah just if asking. I don't ask I won't know yeah exactly 
So I'm like, I have to ask, like, if, if I don't ask, and then they could be talking to circles around me, and I'll, I'll be like in the, in the dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want to be in the dark when it could be important information, you know, that needs to be heard. So mm-hmm. I, I ask and like, well, do you, you know, you, do you have experience? I would, this is going back to Dan. Um, yeah. You know, you've been working in animation for years, you know? Um, and he always told me, you make sure, cause I was, I was staying over to like, you know, nine hours. Um, uh, <gasps> I'm like, you make sure, <laughs> you make sure you do your eight hours and then go home. That's yes. <laughs> Thank you, like, Dan. It, it was like Thank it you, doesn't Dan. matter if you don't finish your work. If if you do need help with your work, you just make sure you tell your production or director or whoever saying that you need extra time, and most of the time they will accommodate you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah, that's good. He was like looking out for you. Yeah, I need to call him. I'm I've been meaning to call him. Call him right now. Okay. Get him on the podcast. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> life <laughs> i'm supposed to be meeting i'm supposed to be doing like a zoom call with him on friday so i'll be like huh if you don't roll with me they say huh <laughs> oh, i don't know him oh you know i just i just well, i've heard i would of say him. we talked about you <laughs> he's, he's really nice. like who's that <laughs> <laughs> he's really nice and he is like a wealth of information because he's been in the business forever it seems and he's been at like that's good he's been at like warner brothers for like 12 years and uh the question i want to ask him is like how are you able to stay in one place for 12 years because that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to stay mm. at a studio <laughs> for that's not a year mm-hmm. <laughs> i wouldn't stay eight, for me we all yeah three yeah. to four years what do you do like what do you have do i have to be 60 years old and a veteran <laughs> to stay yeah when you yeah when you hit 60 they just put you somewhere oh, that, you know <laughs> so but uh, that's Dan. But yeah, he gave me that. He gave me that advice, and like since then, I have taken his advice to heart. And I, I'm like, once six o'clock or seven o'clock's hit, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm out. I make sure that I I'm able to also. My other question was like, also, how do I balance my time in drawing, um, you know, different scenes and stuff? And I was able to like figure that out too. Um, to make sure everything, um, I'm able to finish a section at the appropriate time and then work on the next one at the appropriate time. And I'm able to like time management. Yes. Time management. I couldn't Mm -hmm. think of the word for some reason. Time (laughs) management. So he definitely, he definitely helped me out with that because I, I was all over the place. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was, I didn't know if I was doing anything right or wrong and so that you know was extra time that really didn't need extra time on like no this is fine this is good like you didn't have to stay past whatever to do and this was totally fine so I it was Thundercats was a lot of fun it was a great show even though people didn't really like it it was a great show y'all I'm just saying it was a great show and creative I really believe (laughs) I truly believe that like maybe like five or ten years from now people are gonna like unearth it from the internet and be like we missed out this it's is so a good classic. Yeah, yeah they'll go into the vault <laughs> the technicolor vault where you know they the have only copy of thundercats is 
but it was Thundercats was such a great show and I learned so much from that show and I'm thinking like and apparently because I was also listening to like this is also going to sound very creepy but when you guys <laughs> had like conversations too about like other animation like projects and like you had a friend on this project or like past projects you done and you guys like talk about different productions and like mm-hmm. oh yeah this was this was a cool production or, like oh this production was kind of iffy and didn't mm-hmm. go well I'm like oh I thought all productions were like Thundercats which was great and everyone had donuts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was like oh so each production is completely different yeah I'm like okay yeah, I, was, I wanted to ask like because I mean especially like you saying like oh the way I was introduced to storyboards it's like all on paper like how was your like uh expectation versus like how it actually was whenever you finally got into like a studio setting um my expectation or I guess like did you did you have like an idea of like what being in a studio was going to be like no. versus like no <laughs> not, oh nice not so at you all. just went in like like a blank sheet of paper like like literally like I I had no idea like you know like I went on the tours and stuff you know but that's like okay you're looking at you know people are wearing their mask when they see tours right they're not going to show you the Mm -hmm. meat and potatoes (laughs) the meat and potatoes potatoes of the actual production they're showing you like oh yeah this is a cool drawing that I'm doing but the production could be absolute you know chaos yeah but when um when I was sitting at my desk, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> and and the the Cintiq, I, I had like this tiny, tiny Cintiq at home. And when I saw that giant Cintiq, I was oh, just yeah. like, this is heaven. Oh my goodness. And like, when I was working the Cintiq and it was just like flawless drawing and I'm able to like actually experience myself on the ta- I like I didn't even care about my surroundings I was just like oh my god also, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty it. cool because we did have the um, we, like that area we were in WB when we were working on Thundercats we had the old like animation desks which kind of felt kind of cool like I mean they're kind of bulky but it was also kind of like I don't know uh, yeah it did feel like uh I felt like we were really doing something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean? How you guys decorated the room was really cool, and so that it made it like homey. You guys made it more like your personalities, and that brought out more like creative ideas and like different characters. I'm like, oh, I'm finally surrounded by cre- like like mind creatives mm-hmm. that like oh, have. Yeah ideas that I have or like maybe different ideas that I don't have but can be ideas that I have and like that that goes that goes with it too like if you're if you're surrounded by creative people like-minded people it makes like studio life more enjoyable too so I I was perfectly like I don't know I don't know what you guys thought of like the studio but I was like perfectly content I was happy where (laughs) I was at even though well, that's like good. That weird smell 
Yeah. Like weird... <laughs> it had the weird smell. It did. There, there was, yeah. There was a, there weird... was a smell. There was, a smell. There was, there was, I remember there was a smell, but I was like, okay, air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can, we can fix that. Let's fix it. How, after but, oh. WB, so we, you were on Thundercats for like pretty much a year, right? Yes. yes. And then, and so then you like worked on, on Trolls and you worked on Inside Job and then, uh, you worked on, on Tiny Toons. Kind of, how was your, process like navigating all these different gigs uh do you feel like it was a lot easier did you have a network after you uh did thundercats kind of what was your how did you kind of keep looking for gigs after thundercats um well after thundercats um wow what did i do after thundercats after thundercats i went to inside job Mm -hmm. and gia who was actually my board partner on tiny tunes um Yay, oh my gosh you guys are like you've been all we're literally all these... following each other yeah that's yeah. so funny <laughs> we're literally following each other and so hi Gia I, I, I swear I'm not creepy. by the way <laughs> for the listeners listening to this podcast uh Gia was a guest on creative block so just uh scroll through the episodes and listen to Gia's episodes as well it's it's really it's a really fun one yeah she's she was she was a great partner um Gia was actually at Netflix before I was. She got hired to do boards on Inside Job, and she put in my portfolio there. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh, I know, I, right? Like, um, and Gia. and it was like Inside Job in and of itself was. It was a lot of fun, but it was definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look, if you look at the show, like it was a very complicated show, especially when it came to like storyboards and like the design of the show. Um, I like that's not like inside job d- designs w- wasn't really my drawing style, so yeah. it was definitely like a learning curve um, for me. But I was able to get mm-hmm. it. I was able to get it after like a month or so. Um, yeah, because there's some um, some of your boards on your uh, Instagram profile, and they're like super on model. So I'm like, I would have you had think no so? idea. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I would have never known you struggled judging from that. Oh, post. oh yeah. Oh oh my god. <laughs> I I was like, oh no, they're gonna fire me. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing this right. But I was able to like work through it a little bit um what it was a lot of fun it was very challenging like even though I was the revisionist on the show I did board I did board like a, some scenes but like sometimes I didn't use any of those scenes that I boarded and I'm like okay that's that's totally fine I was able to board like a couple of scenes but that's all you know that was more experience into storyboarding which I was yeah, totally fine right. with right I feel like it's a so, pretty common thing sometimes on, on some shows that are like very much like they ask for some boards and then they put it together in animatic and then they look at it and they're like, oh, this scene doesn't work. We have to like rewrite it. And then they have to like mm. board it completely again. And so the boards uh, right. just kind of like go away. And yeah, so I feel some shows are more likely to do that than others. I feel like Thundercats was pretty much was very like we didn't have like a whole lot of stuff that would like get cut usually but uh but there's some shows where it's like way more common for for sure right like behind the scenes yeah like Mm. after you know 
exact notes and everything it's like yeah a lot of a lot of reworking sometimes yeah yeah i there was it was definitely um a learn another learning curve because i was you know used to like thundercats revisions mm -hmm. uh inside job revisions were like a whole new beast <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was it was a, it was still a lot of fun because it like challenged me in different ways that I didn't learn on Thundercats mm -hmm. so it was um it was I would I would say inside job was like another cut your teeth on something new yeah for me and that was good I feel that you did like yeah such a different show right after Thundercats too yeah. like to get that breadth of experience yeah I, I actually wasn't expecting it because I'm like are you have you seen my storyboard they don't <laughs> look anything like inside job like you sure you want me and they're like yes <laughs> yes I guess we're sure and I'm like okay cool I'll be there in a day yeah. <laughs> you know? I'll be there um so I was there um what was it like a year I was I think I was there like a year and five months which I hear is very actually pretty long for storyboards yeah. and then yeah that's a good that's a good chunk of time yeah yeah and then I left um I didn't leave they my contract was done mm -hmm. but then I went back because they still needed help mm -hmm. so I I did like another month or so um doing revisions which I'm like okay cool you know um and then that's when I went to trolls like after after inside job I went to trolls during the holiday season um like freelance holiday and that was a lot of fun too how um, did you know do you know how you kind of um, uh got the gig on that one just kind of like wondering also like how the network played out for you and all that jazz yeah, yeah um, web. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> my, tell us all your secrets. My, my web. Um, I was during my years of looking for work, you know, looking for uh storyboard work and revisions work. I always kept in contact with uh, a recruiter at DreamWorks. There it is. Keep your call yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah. Keep talking to people, y'all. That's how. That's yeah, how that's is. how. That's how they know. Like, keep pester. I sometimes you might get annoyed. <laughs> um, I think I annoyed one recruiter, and I don't know if he ever wants to speak to me again. But whatever. Uh -oh. um, but um, <laughs> he, he will. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I, I mean, I didn't. I don't email them like every single week. No, please don't do that. <laughs> I like maybe either email them maybe like once a month. Um, well, that's good. That's really once good. Every yeah. once every three months, you know, if I'm working, I might email them once every six months, depending on the job. Um, like, hey, I'm I'm looking for work at you know after January or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so you could still be on their radar because mm -hmm. sometimes they're looking through like a ton of portfolios and they. I, I'm thinking they will forget your name automatically once you're off the phone or off their email because they're looking at other people's work too. Yes. And they're looking at thousands of people's right. work. So you always have to like, at least for me, I always have to like keep reminding that I still exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, no, that's good to do. Yeah. But um, I kept in contact with a recruiter. Um, and then finally 
she contacted me. I wasn't, I honestly wasn't expecting her to contact me because it was during the holidays. I was getting ready to come back home and visit my family. So I wasn't expecting her to contact me, but she did. I'm like, oh, this is DreamWorks. I've been trying to get into DreamWorks for the longest time. So she contacted me. I did an interview, uh, freelance work on Trolls, which was a lot of fun. I actually did Trolls here back in Wisconsin. Um, and I I did it in one of one of my uh, parents' bedrooms or something because they had a computer in there, and um, <laughs> that's when <laughs> that's when like the whole insurrection happened. Oh, no. <laughs> that's how it's I really tw- remember. What a twist! Right? It's, I was drawing like troll. I was drawing uh, one of the trolls, and they're like January sixth. All these Trump oh, supporters. And I was like, oh my God, wait, I need to finish this, this drive. I, yeah. I need to finish this drive, but there's an insurrection <laughs> happening right now. Oh my now. gosh. How do you, how do you tune out stuff from your brain and. Oh, I didn't. I I watched that whole entire thing. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it is, cr- I mean, we don't have to yeah. talk about it, yeah. but like, it is crazy that we all kind of like just had to keep working like, yeah okay. it was like there, like there was there was no way there was no way I I th- literally I was like are we gonna have a country tomorrow like I was back <laughs> so, oh well but, gotta meet my deadline yeah. <laughs> right let's draw these little trolls <laughs> those little trolls I'm like, my oh. final act yeah like wait let me draw the little butt on this troll for a right. second and then okay perfect but you know donald trump is causing an instrument but i need to put this you know it was it was very <laughs> it was very interesting um but i to had say a, the least <laughs> i had a lot of fun in trolls um and then uh, while I was on Trolls, it was literally like, I think two weeks before my time on Trolls was coming to an end is when Tiny Toons contact me. What? And oh. I know, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, Tiny, tiny, tiny Toons, I, I didn't know they were doing a Tiny Toons. Um, I knew Surprise. of Tiny Toons. <laughs> I never, I ne- I never even admitted this, but I never watched Tiny Toons. Oh uh oh, you're gonna uh, make sorry. the fans angry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so my my dad watched Tiny Toons. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, he, are your parents um big cartoon people? Do they love animation? Um, my dad. I'm. It's funny because when Rose say... said, "Are they big cartoon people?" I imagine <laughs> are are they actual cartoons? Are they? Are, did they just jump out of the TV? And <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, Valencia. I wouldn't say they're cartoon people. Um, I just know my mom. Not really. Um, my dad. He has watched cartoons. Like he even like he probably didn't even know until I told him this. Like he used to watch Gigantor back in the back in the 70s like when it came uh-huh. out he watched Gigantor I'm like you you watched that's an anime <laughs> you watched anime when you that's were that's a, a kid. cool dad right <laughs> but he didn't know it he thought it was like a robot you know it's oh it's a cool robot you know um like well, you, you watched anime you know um <laughs> even robots wanna... can be anime <laughs> <laughs> um but I want to say they're car they 
they would watch a cartoon. They will watch whatever I am a part of. I will say that. Um, right. They, my dad likes Kung Fu Panda. Uh, he likes that's Shrek. Good. Yeah, he he watch he watches uh like animation films and stuff. Um, of course he watched like Inside Job. Uh, we don't even have the network where Trolls was on, so we didn't watch that. I didn't even watch that. Um, I don't have. <laughs> I'm getting all the secrets. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I I just didn't have the streaming. I didn't have Peacock, so I I haven't it's watched okay. it. I think it's true though that I feel like with the streaming now, it's becoming so difficult for us to even like. We were just talking with a friend of ours. Um, like you know how like a good way to promote your storyboards nowadays is like you grab the final episode and you put your boards in comparison and you're like you know final to boards comparison and sometimes it's so hard to even be able to just put your get your hands on the on the episodes that you worked on right, um, right. so anyhow uh, it's uh yeah the streaming the streaming stuff is becoming out, out of hand now it's just too many of them and then like oh i'm working with warner brothers oh wait now i'm working on netflix oh wait now i'm working on amazon wait mm-hmm. but but i don't right. have all these streaming services to actually see my own work <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's that's that's like another rant but um yeah. um what was oh my i mean yes and no they kind of they both of them are creative people they are very creative and that's where I get my creativity is from my parents, which is mm. like in drawing art, stuff like that. They're, my mom is creative in like design and placement and color. And my dad is creative. He He's also he's also able to draw. That's how he inspired me to draw. Because uh-huh. he was able to draw. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So he was like, oh, um, yeah, I could draw this. But now it's time for you to draw. This is like going back to my baby, baby days. Mm-hmm. um and so that's how I got into drawing because my dad was able to draw mm-hmm. um but my my parents don't really watch cartoons they'll mm-hmm. watch they'll watch a film if I'm in it uh or not not me in it but like do something with it like storyboards or whatever mm-hmm. um but I don't think they watch it on a daily honestly they yeah don't at all yeah. <laughs> you know they're you know they're of the older generation they're like cartoons are for kids you know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it if you were a part of it okay i'm like okay, right. you know whatever fine uh, okay, that's fine. all you can ask for right, right. i'm like i'm trying i'm trying to change their mindset and i feel like <laughs> I-, I feel i'm slowly getting to them i remember we had like a it, it was like during the summer we had like a discussion about like well why would you want to watch this movie when there's this film it happens to be animation but you know they have um adult you like they have adult topics in this film but you'd rather watch this live action film rather than this animated film and they're like oh well I want to watch this film because you know it was it was a whole thing Oh I yeah. Mean, like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I'm slow. I'm slowly. <laughs> I'm slowly get getting them slowly, but it's gonna take some time. <laughs> I'll get there. You know, you we you were talking about you were talking about how your your dad inspired you to start drawing, but um, I also think this is a good segue into a question from our listeners. Okay. 
from at Megan Fisher Draws. Actually, no, oh. it's at M Fisher Draws. Hi, Megan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Megan, who's also in Thundercats, who also was on the podcast. Check out her episode. Yes. Uh, she asked and Tiny Toons. And Tiny, and Toons. Tiny Toons. Right. Uh, her question is Was there a piece of media that inspired you to get into animation? Yes, there was a piece of media. I would say uh, there was a piece of media that inspired me to look at more cartoons and figure out how do I be a part of it, um, which was Tom and Jerry. It wasn't anime. Oh, people would think, oh, oh, it's going to be anime. No, it was Tom and Jerry, like the 1950s Tom and Jerry. That's so funny. Yeah, I thought you yeah. were going to say anime, but. <laughs> no, it was it was Tom wow, and Jerry. Yeah. It was the 1950s Tom and Jerry. And I even wrote down the episode that I liked. Let me, give me Really? Oh, really? That's so yeah. funny. I think it's great, too, because it shows that, like, you know, you were inspired by like a very cartoony show and you've worked on a bunch of really cartoony shows because like Thundercats, Trolls and um, Tiny Toons, they're all like very cartoony. Yeah, very, yeah. like very cartoony and Squash mm-hmm. and Stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's Tom and Jerry, a uh, uh, solid serenade. And it's mm-hmm. the episode where Tom is serenading um his crush like that that white cat that was on the balcony uh-huh. oh and yeah he's like is you is or is he that song is that the one where he's like a cowboy no no that was that was a different episode this okay. was this was i remember this, that one yeah that everyone remember, there was like a meme on twitter that's <laughs> hilarious um with the cowboy one but this is the one where tom is serenading um this cat in this house and she's oh, like is I have it on is you wait my baby who actually was sung by nat king cole which oh, wow. i actually just saw on tv um but that for some reason i was like completely entranced by like how are they able to sing and dance and like you know draw you know them dancing and singing on right. beat on time and make it funny and make it like I I was yeah, it's like, like a whole performance it was a whole performance and I was like I don't know how they did it like how how can I be a how can I be a part of that mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is at I a very young that. age like I wanted I want to do that and there was like another one where um this was another, it was another Tom and Jerry episode, but this is when Tom and Jerry, and there was like the, the little baby mouse, but he was like a French little baby mouse. <laughs> yeah, the musketeer. I remember yeah, that the, episode. It's, it's mm-hmm. the two, the two musketeers, the two mm-hmm. musketeers. And um, the, it was literally the last scene of the two musketeers where tom gets his head cut off like at the (gasps) end of the episode and i was like they're able to kill the characters like that and you're never able to (laughs) like this is a game changer (laughs) it was it was for me because i was like you can do any and then you see tom next week you know like Mm -hmm. there he is you can do anything so, yeah yeah you can do any you can do anything and like you're he's able to go to this country and you know that country and then there was like different styles of tom and jerry throughout the years and i was like oh this this is you know this is like at the age of like seven or eight i really 
want, how do I get into it? How do I get in to, you know, able to draw like these people to do, because I understand that you're able to draw these cartoons because they're cartoons, but mm-hmm. I thought you had to be like really old and like, <laughs> and, like I'm you have like, to all be these very people old. are like Disney <laughs> artists who was drawing these cartoons. I didn't know like, oh, there this was made in the 1950s. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. I just know I just know that they were like cartoons that I really loved. And I also another um style was Tex Avery. Like the Tex they oh, used to yeah. like Tex oh, Avery's yeah. uh cartoon block. Um Yeah, I I think are you talking there was like a uh sorry to interrupt, but oh, no, I remember there being like a uh there was like a Tex Avery like after hours block. That was yep. That I wa- was it I called wa- Tuneheads? I thought it was called the Tex Avery show. Maybe that, mm-hmm. but I remember like after hours. I it was probably like Cartoon Network. It was. Like, it show. was Cartoon Network, and it was like around like ten p.m. because it used to be they didn't have Adult Swim at the time, mm-hmm. and it was it was always like after hours Tex Avery and Toonami. And I always yeah. watch like what a combination. <laughs> and that's literally what I grew up with. Cause uh it was well, if I'm if I want to go into the anime aspect, that was of course like my main inspiration. Oh yeah. You know what? We we, we can, have to we can segue into the anime thanks to Gia. Gia, who you mentioned <laughs> in the episode and who asked on Twitter, how often do you read manga or comics? Which one would you say influenced your drawing style? So uh, that's kind of yeah. a good segue into anime. <laughs> okay, so I read manga pretty much every day. <laughs> I am, I am a collector of manga. I have collections upon collections of manga here at my parents' place and at my apartment. I go to Barnes and Nobles once a week to get my manga. Like I have a problem. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I have, you have the card. I have the car, of course. <laughs> I Good. have I have my Barnes and Nobles ten percent off any yeah. purchase. You have to have that. Do you always? Do you have a subscription on the Shonen Jump on Viz.com or no? I don't because I'm no. able to read the chapter for free for that one week. Oh, <laughs> so I I don't. Yes. You're I like don't. so you're so up to date. Yeah, you're you going through it yeah. so fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I, you know, I've been all the stuff that they're showing in the app. I've already collected and I have in my closet or <laughs> back in my apartment in LA. So you know, that's all. That's not new for me. Um. But I read, I read, I I have like a stack of manga right now that I'm currently reading. Um, so I'm constantly, I'm constantly reading manga. Um, when it comes to anime, I used to be, I used to look at anime like every, every day. Like I consumed anime. Like mm-hmm. I was eating, this is like when I was like in my high school years, college years, and like a little bit early in my 20s but like you know life happens and like there's other stuff you pay attention to like oh I want to go hang out with my friends and stuff like that oh yeah friends <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> and on a job I, I have a full-time job that I love so I you know there are other concentrations but I still watch anime um but yes I, it's 
it's a constant. It's it's still a con. Like my parents thought I was gonna be over anime when I was like in high school, and it just kind of grew. <laughs> it's like this giant monster right now that is it's still it's still very prominent in my life so yes my consumption of anime is still very strong <laughs> is a lot <laughs> it's a it's a lot yes and I go I get like now I'm at the point where that I'm looking for more classic manga like the, mm. the most current manga Ooh, that I back. that I absolutely love is fist of north star which is like a yes because i feel like your style is very so your style like when i look at it i can tell there's like influence from anime but it's not like it's not like 2000 anime i feel like when i look at your style i think more like late 80s early 90s anime Mm -hmm. you know like so fist of the north uh, north star kind of makes a lot of sense like what i think a lot about um bastard too it's like with the yes. three exhibition <laughs> point mm-hmm. yeah, it's so funny because i don't think a lot of people talk about that manga the- no i i i know and i know i know anna anime and manga are now considered mainstream mm-hmm. but i feel like there's such there's such like um like the old anime manga is like became like the niche yes that's within the niche type of thing and like you get so much art from like the older manga compared to like what's coming out now like you get so much story and it could like the story could be utterly ridiculous (laughs) and like the characters could look utterly ridiculous but Uh like I like enjoy it so much because it's like so much camp and you can yes. tell that yes. they're having Ooh, fun with it. Bastard is like, very like Rocky Horror Picture Show camp. It is. Yes. It's <laughs> basically that in a manga, but with even more like mature content. Oh yeah. It's very it's, <laughs> it's, it's very and, and, and that's, and that's, that's a, a lot of a lot of people think like anime oh this is you know for kids i'm like oh. <laughs> this one it feels like very like a heavy metal you know like it is it's, it's like heavy metal dark fantasy yes. type of yeah uh manga anime is because there's the anime came out too um it's very it's, it's very 80s like yes. even like the jokes are like cheesy 80s jokes i'm like oh my god but i love it <laughs> it's but really funny it's really it's, weird it's really, it, yeah. it is it's so fun and i i just utterly love it and i'm like i need more i need more classic manga to be published because i am thriving it like i'm like consuming any type of old classic manga and the what the most recent title I got was um Spriggan yeah Spriggan oh, and that yeah. was like a that was like a 1980s 1990s manga and they did like a they did like an anime on Netflix for Spriggan too but I wanted to see the, the 80s 90s style and because it, it was it has so much detail mm-hmm. and like the the way they painted it and it's just like it gives like a romantic feel to it like I I just love I just love all of that so I mm-hmm. I'm trying to I want my style to be a little bit more 80-ish right mm-hmm. now but like 
my style changes from time and I don't know I I like to adapt I like to like oh let me try this style for a little bit oh maybe let me go back to this style like I try to you know mix it up from time to time but right now I'm like obsessed with like old classic manga and Fist of the North Star is giving me everything that one's really <laughs> campy too that one's so campy. <laughs> it's so campy and then there's this okay I'm just gonna plug this in because it's this <laughs> manga I you have to <laughs> this one manga okay you're gonna laugh at me but okay <laughs> this one manga is called Rooster Fighter oh and... I've seen it but that's on the on the jump I remember seeing that yeah my, is, my... It, is it on is it on the app okay well I, I think I'm so the manga I'm collecting the manga <laughs> and Rooster Fighter is literally Fist of the North Star but like like a roosters yes it's re- really yes it's really funny it's a rooster and he's like so dramatic and edgy and <laughs> yes. he's like i, I can love that fight and he can like he can he like can... break the ground with his beak it's so <laughs> and he has like all these powers and he's like oh yeah. this is the this is cluck power and like it's it's and then he like acts like a real rooster sometimes and it was it's, it starts then, off with this crazy like romantic scene too where there's like this hen that's like rooster sand and he's like no i can't i have to <laughs> pursue my destiny <laughs> I it's, love that. it's it's so great and i it's so and he's like traveling around like sis of the north star he's you know there's like connections to it and like he even looks like the character from sis of the north star and then there's like this little chick this the little tiny chick that follows him around like in sis of the north star and it's just it's so good and they're roosters and that makes it even funnier <laughs> And people are like, this girl is nuts. She needs to be in a hospital. But like, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're looking for a good shonen ridiculous manga, that is top tier. And that's the art it. is really good too. The it art. is. I want to. I want to see. Wait. It's... Um. What's the name of it again? How'd you call it again? Because I remember reading it the first chapter. But um. Uh. It's called. It, oh, and it's also very funny. It's it's so funny. It's called Rooster Fighter. At least that's the English. Fighter. It's the English name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fighter. I'm okay. good. I'm just gonna plug in the cover. Uh, if you guys are like listening on Spotify or um or iTunes or whatever, just kind of pl- uh, jump into the YouTube video and you can kind of see all l- the references. I've kind of plugged them into the Jamboard. Um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's a crazy one. That's so it funny. Is. It is. I, I'm like, <laughs> it's so good. It's so, and, oh my also, gosh. And, and also Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. That one's mm-hmm. the, the classic. That, right that's, now. that's where all that's where all the fans are like obsessing with right now. It's Chainsaw Man. And I could and it's very good. It's very good. It's but, good, like, but it's like a thing. different style. I feel like Rooster Fighter is very cartoony and campy and fun. And Chainsaw <laughs> Man is very like bleak and kind of dark. It's a little it's kind of like a dark comedy so it's like a different vibe oh it's it's night and day honestly yeah <laughs> like even the style like art style is completely different but like root like give rooster fighter a chance it's so good and like the monsters like there's like adult things too because like the monsters in the manga are like going through real life issues but that's why they're monsters like this person lost 
uh their wife and so he's dealing with depression and he's become <sighs> so 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 depressed he's become like this monster and he's like terrorizing other people and stuff like it's it's very interesting and very campy and very funny so give it a try (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sold i this was a great this was a great pitch valencia you have to you did sell it (laughs) oh my god these drawings too are so they're so intense i'm sorry i haven't drawn anything my my tablet just kind of crapped out on me oh it's okay it's all i'm sorry y'all it just means to like all of you guys listening, all of you gals and girls and, and humans listening, uh, just uh, check out Valencia's Instagram. Uh, there is a ton yeah, of I great art. And <laughs> then you can see there. all her drawings. Um, just before we wrap up this episode, we'll ask you the the, the one question, which is, okay. uh, do, you, <laughs> uh, do you experience creative block? And if you do... What does it feel like and how do you deal with it? Um, I do experience creative block. Um, how I deal with it, I wrote this down because I had to think about this. Oh, um, prepared. You can't yes, prepare I like that. You know that one thing about Valencia, she's always <laughs> I make prepared. sure I'm prepared. <laughs> um, what I like to do is I like to do illustration work. Um, I even do like freelance illustration work from time to time. And, um, but for like personal, like personal illustration projects, I love to look at fashion photography. Oh yeah. Cause they, they have oh, like a lot of, that makes like, a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like concept and like composition. And then there's like color and then there's, it's just like, there's so many like colorful ideas coming together onto one page and it like tells a story. And so I get absorbed in what they're telling me in the story, which makes me want to draw out the story. And that brings about more ideas. And then from that, what I, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I kind of want to make a comic, you Mm. know, with like an idea that I have from drawing uh this mm-hmm. simple illustration and I make I make you know many comics here and there sometimes um and that's that's pretty much like oh what else uh something else I wrote oh yeah I like drawing samurai cutting up monsters that's that's, <laughs> yes. <little gory. laughs> that's is that like your that's like your default if you're like that's my uh, default like, yep yeah. samurai cutting I'm totally up stuck monster. yeah <laughs> let me let me get out of this little rut here that I'm having <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah, what can I do? Oh yeah, this samurai, I want him to be cutting up monsters. And that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love drawing like, I mean, I'm an animal. Okay, I should say this. I have always been like a shonen anime fan. I I never really got into like Sailor Moon mm. or like Card Captor Sak- Sakura. Mm-hmm. I was always into like Dragon Ball Z and uh I you know I was always into like Ramoni Kenshin and mm-hmm. Gender and Yu Yu Hakusho like those shonen yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, always yeah. In, like I grew up with shonen and I, I like sh- of course like shoujo stuff too but like my style of drawing has always been geared towards more shonen style 
I'm yeah, like even right. right now it's still geared towards shonen style but I'm kind of going into like a little like more feminine girly stuff there's like some illustrates that I've done that's more shoujo jose style too yeah I would say jose um, more mm-hmm. than shoujo for yeah, you yeah 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 I, I used to I used to like you know collect the manga for like a lot of shoujo beat if y'all you know back in the day know what that is shoujo beat <laughs> <laughs> the magazine shoujo beat anyways um the be- the believers know the believers will know the you know the believers will know um but um I, w- I was into that but like I'm looking at like my closet full of manga and a lot of it is like I Shield 21 and like Yu Yu Hakusho mm-hmm. and like a lot of like Shonen Jump titles. So even like as you can see now I'm also more into like oh I want to I want to draw this cool samurai cutting up a monster or like he there's like a cool pose or like um maybe eating food or you know stuff like that. Um, but also like for like creative block, um, figure drawing, figure drawing, I'm trying to get more into figure drawing too, because you, I, as an artist, I feel like you need to, you need to know like the building blocks, (laughs) like the atom is the building blocks of life and you need to know how it works. And, you know, that's what drawing too, you need to know like structure, for it to for like something to look right even though it's in a cartoony style you can tell that there's a structure to it so figure drawing also helps me uh get out of a creative block because it's challenging me to maybe do something more realistic or you know maybe I like to extend ligaments and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and so it's giving it's giving me to think other things to do rather than what I'm typically doing so figure drawing is very helpful and that's where like you know the fashion photography comes in because they're posing that goes with figure drawing and then you're also working with like clothing right and like dealing with different folds and stuff like that so I should have said that first I should have said figure drawing is one of the main reasons (laughs) No, I think that was great. I do get that from your, I get that a lot from your art though. Cause I'm like, wow, this is very like, like, like it's great for like the posing, but also like, yeah, it just felt very like fashion photography. Yes. Uh, like some of the work that you have on like, like on your Instagram with that, like very like opulent, like detailed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? I love it. Like, I, I feel like it. you love like the details. Oh, I do. I I, tr- I try to, I want to say try to emulate, but like I follow like a lot of like fashion, like, you know, Dior and like Gucci. Like I even follow like their campaigns. Like, okay, what kind oh, of yeah. photography fit campaigns do they have on like Instagram? And then if you like go on their website, you see like all these creative campaigns that they have. And I feel like, okay, like this is, you're looking through another creative eye like you're not mm. they're not drawing anything but they're still creative and they're drawing with photography and like there's just so many ideas that comes out of fashion photography that can apply to illustration and even like storyboarding too when you're thinking of situations like how would composition 
how would a, how would this composition look like if I pose this character like this? And mm-hmm. sometimes I even go back to fashion photography if I'm if I want like a complicated composition because they do very complicated compositions sometimes too. That's so very true. Yeah. It, it really it like it definitely is like one of the main create like creative freedom mm-hmm. to have for at least for me for my arsenal of how do I get out of this rut and it's always been like fashion photography and I'm not I'm not really in like a creative block for a long time once I once I like draw out uh, like an illustration that I have from fashion photography, I am back at it again. Mm, <laughs> dang. So it, it's like- you, it's, you found it. You found the-, the I found what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I found what I need. It didn't take a while to, to find it because I'm always always watching, always looking, always searching. So, and you know, I found it. I'm one of the lucky ones because I know I have some friends who are just like, I'm still in a rut. And I'm like, oh- I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have fashion. (laughs) I love that, though. That was a great answer, Chris. I think we had nobody uh, on the podcast say that before. So, and I think it's really great because I do think fashion is so creative and fun and campy and like outrageous and crazy. And I think it's like it has a lot of fun like tied to it, I think. Right, and like so, so is animation. So is animation. It's crazy and fun, and a lot of flair, and it shows personality. And like the the two go together in a sense, you know. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. And it's funny because uh, Iraqi, the um, JoJo guy, like uses the fashion a lot that's his big thing too he's just i all- love jojo yes of course <laughs> I, I love jojo i have all the manga i have all the anime blu-ray whatever i i love jojo <laughs> <laughs> i have all of his art books they were expensive but i have all of his art books <laughs> so you have to i i have to i get inspiration from all all the stuff that i collect I'm surrounded by stories. I I always say, it's even good. though my parents were like, "That's I'm, good." There's a lot of books. Every <laughs> time we hang out, you always pick up an art book. It's funny. It's yeah, you really do. You really do uh, cultivate <laughs> yeah, I that. Did, yeah, I saw your. I think you tweet. You must have like tweeted like that. You just wanted like a big library, and I. I. Uh, I also oh. want that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I that was a while ago. I did tweet that. That's still true. That's still, still true. true. That's still maybe true. I was going through your tweets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? I want to. I want to look at Valencia's art, and then I saw some tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's still true. Sorry, I, Valencia. Oh no, I'm totally. I, it's out in public. Shoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's out in public. But that's that's still that's that's literally life goal is to have to buy a house and just put my books in it <laughs> yeah the house is for your books yeah exactly <laughs> a specific room will be my office my parents know this already they already know what i want <laughs> they are, they're, they're ready they're like office. yeah we're waiting we're waiting for you to get all these mangas out of the room and from the basement <laughs> they're like hurry up <laughs> that was but, so fun yeah. 
that was great that was such a fun episode I love that we managed to like hear your your full journey but also all of your influences and where you find the fun in creativity and drawing and just kind of you know always keep optimistic about this crazy journey in animation because animation is uh you know it's a wild ride it's it's definitely a roller coaster and I'm I've been in animation for like five almost six years and I still don't know what to expect yeah yeah <laughs> I still I still Truly. don't know I'm like uh, I can't answer that question because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great though I think there was like so much like great insight and um like really good advice to share with our listeners so I hope yeah. I hope I'm able to like help someone through my whole you know rant <laughs> yes <laughs> my no, whole I think, life I, journey yeah, i agree you you gave a lot of good information and and i think just hearing you talk about like how you struggled and overcame it yeah like i feel like that that always helps someone to know that they're not alone when they struggle oh, yeah i hope yeah i hope so yay <laughs> if, if one person is able to get something from it i'm happy and with that that's the end of this creative block. Valencia, thanks for being our guest and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. And thanks to our listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Creative Block, where we ask for drawing prompts and questions to ask our guests. Huge thanks to our editor, Clements, for editing the podcast and Malik for helping us produce the show. If you love our show, then support us on Patreon. Uh, it helps it helps us pay for things like Zoom and Drive and all these little things that a podcast needs and our editor and producer because they're instrumental to the show. Becoming a patron gets you early access to interviews as well as bonus episodes. Click the link in the description of this episode. I have been your host, V. And I was Rose. Keep being creative and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.